I only think it's fitting that I start off one of my first um, faith-based podcasts with my favorite scripture. And that scripture is Jeremiah 29:11, which reads, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. That's the NLT version. And then the message version says, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised, and I'll bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you a future. Plans to give you the future you hope for. I love this scripture because it lets me know that the purpose that I have in life, the purpose that God has placed in my life, the call on my life has been planned out. There is somebody that has me in mind before I even think of myself, if that makes any sense. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. So the Lord has already told me that he has plans and the plans are for good. So if I look at my life and I look at everything that's going on and I look at it and I say, Lord, why is this happening? Why are all these bad things happening? Why am I always up against the wall? Why am I always feeling that um, things are negative and things aren't happening? I have to look at him and say, wait, are these things from the Lord? Because his scripture clearly says that they're plans for good and not disaster. So when I look at those things in my life that I consider bad, that I consider um, negative and place me up against the wall or causing me to cry at night, what part did I have in that situation? What things did I participate in my life that allowed those things to happen? What things did I do that weren't according to the plan that set these things in motion? A lot of times we like to blame God for things that God had nothing to do with. A lot of times we like to blame God for things that the enemy set in motion. And with that same token, even if the enemy set something in motion, the enemy cannot do anything to you that God does not allow. Remember, God has a call on your life. God has created all of us. The enemy cannot move unless God gives permission. If we go back and we read the story of Job, which if I ever say anything in my podcast, I would... um, advise you to go back and check to make sure that I'm not making it up, but that it is true that Satan was coming, going to and throw, looking for someone to get into some trouble. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? God knew exactly what Job could handle. He knew what Satan was capable of doing. And he was like, my servant will not conform to your will. So a lot of times, And there's a lot of times, like I said, we give Satan or the enemy credit or the principalities that may come up against us credit for the things that we do. If we know that God has not directed us to do something and we choose to do it, how is that the enemy? 
That is 100% us. That is you deciding to make a choice and moving ahead of the direction or the instruction of God. Um, Most of the time in my days, I will wake um, up and I will ask God for wisdom and discernment so that throughout my day, whatever choice I make, I would hope that I listen to the call of the Holy Spirit to guide me, to direct me, to encourage me what I should and should not do. But there are times when I don't wait on the Holy Spirit. There are times when I don't seek out God's wisdom and discernment and I choose what I feel is best and what I believe I should be doing and what I believe is right in that time and that season. So you have to remember, Call a spade a spade. If it, if it, what do they say? Call a duck a duck. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, then it's duck. If you did it, don't sit back when it backfires on you and say, God, why did you allow this to happen? Or say, oh, the enemy did it. Oh, what did, what did Flip Wilson used to say? He used to say the devil made me do it. <laughs> like, um, we have to take responsibility for our actions and things that we do. I believe... Side note, if we would own up to the things that we participate in and the things that we do, I think our lives would be a lot better because in order to, for lack of better words, conquer or deal with something, you have to acknowledge that it exists, right? If I've said that in this time of COVID, I've got some COVID weight going on, okay, And truth be that this weight, most of it was here before COVID. So I'm blaming COVID for my weight. But in actuality, I'm probably eating better after COVID because I'm cooking my food myself and I'm not eating um, fast food and um, a lot of pre-prepared and a lot of food with sodium. So... I'm probably eating better now than before. But of course, now I want to blame COVID for the weight. COVID had nothing to do with the weight. And if I would take ownership of it, I would push away from the table, push away from the snacks, close up the chips. Okay. Like I said, this remember I told you, this is real life, real talk. I just ordered, um, I just ordered my groceries. So I have my groceries and in my grocery order, this last one. Um, so let's just say yesterday I got an order of chips, right? Last night, I ordered three more bags of chips. Who needs all those chips? So if I'm talking about I got COVID weight and I'm talking about I want to push you away from the table, but yet I just went out and I bought three bags of chips. Whose fault is that? That's my fault. That's my fault. But that's because I haven't had Funyuns. And every time I order Funyuns, when they when I can get them, I'm going to get a whole bunch so I can hold on to the Funyuns excuses is still not okay but I told you real life real talk right so I'm gonna tell on myself just as much as I try to encourage and um, share uh, a bit of wisdom and um, interpretation of the word so if God says that he knows the plan that he's gonna have for you and he says it is for good and not for bad it's not for disaster you can take him at his word because I believe that my God, the God that I serve, the God that I trust, the God that I depend on is a God that cannot lie. 
He's not going to go back on his word. He's not, if he says this in scripture, he's not going to say, oops, I made a mistake. He's not going to say, oops, I didn't know that was going to happen in your life. Everything that we go through, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it was caused by us, whether it was allowed by God, whether it was precipitated by past actions, God knew about it. God knows about it and God knows what we're going to do. I believe that I believe that 100%. So again, that's why each day when I wake, it is behooves me to go to the Holy Spirit in my time of prayer and say, Lord, I need, I always say, I'm greedy, so I want it all. I want a triple portion of your wisdom and discernment. And I laugh at that because I said, you know what, Lord, I don't need a triple portion. I just need that which you would give me to get me through today, that I would hear your voice, that I would hear your guidance before I seek that of someone else. That would elude me to remind you to be careful who's in your corner. Be careful who you surround yourself with. Be careful who you listen to more than God. Be careful because everyone that smiles in your face does not have your best interests at hand. Everyone that smiles in your face does not always want to be there for you. They may be in your face to glean a piece of your promotion, to glean a piece of your um, elevation, to glean a piece of your fame, to glean a piece of your success. So one, they could ride your coattail. Two, they can destroy you and tear you down. And three, boast about it either way, to be a part of your success or be a part of your destruction. Be careful who you surround yourself with. I am not saying, you know, go around being suspicious of everybody. But again, ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to place people around you to build you up, not tear you down. I've always said, get yourself a few because you don't need many people in your life that are mentors, a few people that I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. You can tell them anything and they will say, "Okay, I got you. We're going to pray about it. And I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to get entangled you know, not someone that's going to allow you to do something and they just come along and allow you to be in that state and in that negative place and in that negative um, situation. But they walk alongside of you and say, OK, I heard you. OK, now we're going to go to God and we're going to ask him. And also we're going to do what's right as far as um, legally or as far as what the situation holds. You know, not someone who's going to continue to sweep everything you do under the table and pat you on the back and say, girl, that's OK. Or guy, that's OK. Just keep going. Just keep going. OK, we, we, we again, you wonder why you have skeletons in the closet. You wonder why you have bones in the closet. That's because you had a whole bunch of those friends that allowed you to sweep the stuff into the closet and you didn't deal with it. So now as a young adult, now as an older teenager, now as an adult, you have to go in there and you have to clean out that closet. Because everything you got in that closet is about to come out and you never know when it's coming out. So if you deal with it and you have that person who will hold you accountable, then it will get done. So I don't want to be long. So I will wrap this up. Not only is the plan for good and not for bad or a disaster, it is to give you a future and a hope. 
to know that God has said this so that you have hope. So you have something to look forward to and that there's future in that hope and there's, there's excitement in there's hope and there's, there's, you know, have you ever known that, you know, you've had these goals in life and, and that's what I'll call them. They're goals. So when God says these things and when God moves into this space, he's saying, I've got these things laid out that you will encounter throughout your life that will put you in the place that you need to be in for me to move in your life, for me to operate into your life, for you to excel, for you to carry out exactly what I created you to carry out, for you to create and use your talents and gifts for exactly for what I asked you, what I created you for. Everybody was created with a plan and a purpose. We don't all have the same plan and purpose. So we don't all have to be Beyonce. We don't all have to be Jay-Z. We don't all have to be Kevin Hart. We don't all have to be, okay, you know, I can't think of any more people. Um, we don't all have to be uh, the owner of Amazon. Um, we don't all have to be Kim Kardashians. We don't all have to be Huda and Beauty. We don't all have to be certain things. God created you specifically to do what he called you to do. And although you might think that that is not great and you may think that that is not important, it's important to God. It's important to somebody who you, who you are going to touch. It's important to somebody that you're going to reach that I may never reach that Kim Kardashian will never reach that Kevin Hart will never reach that the CEO and the president of Amazon will never, well, you know, Amazon's almost everywhere. So he might reach them. I'm being funny, but these people may not reach. There are people I could sit here and say, why am I going to do a podcast? I'm not TD Jakes. I'm not Sarah Jakes Roberts. I'm not Priscilla uh, Shear. I'm not Beth Moore. I'm not Jakey, Jackie Hill Perry. No, I'm not. Because God created me to be exactly who he created me to be, to reach the people that I am to reach. And to be honest and to be sincere and to be open and to be transparent as I can be. I didn't get the name Mama D from hiding behind a bush. I didn't get the name Mama D from, you know, sugarcoating. I got the name Mama D because I have no children and I love my young people like if they were mine. I will get angry as if somebody was hurting my children when they hurt. I will cry when my, somebody hurts my babies. I will love and reprimand just as much as I will support and encourage. That's how I got the name Mama D. So I will continue to share my words and my nuggets. So that is my life scripture because that scripture helped me get through one of the darkest times in my life. And that scripture didn't, that scripture didn't come to me. Oh, I was just reading to the Bible. No, that scripture came to me from my mother. I was going through something in my life and my mother kept telling me, read this scripture, read this scripture. And to be honest, I told her you read it. So being a reverend, that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm perfect. That means that sometimes I have to have people check me. I have to have people remind me, sweetie, 
you need to read the word. You need to go to the word because this word is for you. And ever since I actually went and read it, it has resonated in my heart. It has been my leading scripture in my life. It has focused me on my purpose and my plan. It has encouraged me. It has, it has gotten me through more um, rough days. And I encourage you to get a life scripture. I encourage you to read the scripture. So it was Jeremiah 29, 11. So I pray that you go and read the scripture and let me know. I mean, don't feel bad to shoot me a message and let me, cause you can, like I said, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Snapchat with the same title, his call, my purpose. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you're dealing with. Let me know where I can encourage and support you.